me. Two, two, nine. Hey, look, it just sits on you when you do that. Oh, man. It's waiting for the new sound. I'm sorry. I was just mesmerized by technology. This is NetHeads. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. I think that's the closest in a long time. Yeah. We've come to starting on time. Yeah, we're like within 10 minutes, dude. Yeah, that's a, that's a first for yeah. for anybody that tries to watch us live. Yeah. Bring that beat back. Boom, 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 boom. I'd like to apologize to anyone watching the video, since apparently that's who we're catering to uh, right this moment. By the way, welcome, everybody. Uh, another edition of Heads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can win them anyways. The main one, the one that uh, everybody seems to like, is Twitter. Trent, how do they do that? Well, it's really easy. Just use the hashtag NetHeads like Simon Fisher 7 who asks, can the show start on time? Will no. Trent have written his first comic? Maybe. Is it a talk show? Find out soon on YouTube. There you go. Same net time, same net channel. Smodcast.com. Oh, very good. I like that. That's brilliant, my friend. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, for those of you watching the video, no. uh, Well, actually, yes, maybe I am wearing lady glasses. I don't know. Uh, I had one of those situations come up where you're uh, cleaning your glasses, Trent. And then then suddenly just the arm pops off. (gasps) Yep. Like, hmm, that's now I've I had one thing. Now I have two. That's bad. And. The the glasses that I'm wearing uh, now, they are literally my backup ones. So the idea is that once um, something goes wrong with those, uh, I think when I bought them, uh, there was an option to get a second pair for free. But it was, oh, dude. It was like uh, from a specific list of... Sure. These frames or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. so what you wind up with is... Uh, I don't, For all I know, they're lady frames, but... They're not my main ones, and the new ones are on the way. So, but that's okay because, like, I, you know, they're not like grandma frames. You know what I mean? Like, like the the huge, like, and I'm hey, I of all people love huge lenses, but that have like the like the droop down and then back up into the lenses that come off of the 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 earpieces, and then you don't have like chains attached to them that come down around your neck so that you know you don't lose them. Yeah, it's uh, not going that. But this, I mean, this really looks like Lady Librarian to me. I don't know. Oh, I think it. Hey, you know yeah. what I think it looks like? No. Sexy Librarian. Hey, right on, man. I'll take it. I'll take whatever <laughs> I can get at this point. Anything that associates the name sexy with me. Um, actually, you know, it'll be interesting to see what, what comes down the pike because I ordered a pair that are, are more like uh, a pair that I've had in the past. You know, it's uh, the half clear uh, rimmed yep. so it's 
very standard, and I looked at the, unlike when I bought these, I looked at the arm length and the uh, lens height. Uh, Smart. But I also did, I because I, I've always got this this inkling, I don't know what it is, but I've, I've always got this inkling for uh, wanting uh, large frames with uh, thick black, you know, kind of, well, hold on, say anything, Trent, say any word at all. Boobs. See, it's kind of like what you got rocking. And so, <laughs> but the cool thing is, anytime you use uh, these uh, websites, no matter which one it was, Coastal, Warby Parker, doesn't matter. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, any one of them you use, uh, they always have a money back. So you can order glasses, see them, try them on, and then say, you know what? These just, they don't work. And no matter what. Dude, I've. I've never done it before. Like I've, I'm always enticed to do it, but I've just, I've never, I haven't. It's like, cause I just think like, oh, it's such a fucking pain in the ass when you have to like send stuff back is the worst. Like I want it now. I can't uh, actually. You know what? It's funny because we can we can bring up a little a uh, little behind the scenes stuff. Not that it's really important at all. Uh, but in this particular mm-hmm. case, uh, my main man Trent there has been waiting for a birthday present for over <gasps> a year. And, and you're right, though, dude, because all I had to do, all I had to do, literally, was drive to the post office, walk in, walk up to a nice little kiosk machine, weigh yeah. the box, enter some buttons, slide my card, drop it in a slot. I didn't even have to interact with people. I know. Isn't it great? It's wonderful, except you just got to get down to the, I mean, it, literally a year, I think. And three weeks ago, I got I got all excited. I sent tr- tr- Trent a picture. Uh, of his present in the box because he knew what it was. Um, and then I also sent him like the box sealed up and labeled. I'm like, I think shit's really going to happen. Still yeah. it didn't happen for two weeks. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's here, baby. It's here. Yeah. And this is uh, actually, this is interesting. Uh, Trent's gift has a little bit of history to it. Uh, this is something. Uh, what happened was it was the original prime. That's how long I've had this. It was the original first prime day, first prime yeah. day which actually was last year, 2015. And uh, we picked up this because it's like, oh, well, maybe we'll be able to use this on the road for Smodka. And uh, why don't you tell them what it is? Well, it's it's yeah, it's it's freaking rad. It's uh, an eight track Tascam recorder um, that it basically can act as a mixing board as well. Not just capturing uh, what you're recording, but you can you can mix and 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 tweak and do everything you do on a mixing board all right here in this like self-contained recorder, essentially, you know, normally have it right here with me but uh, you know you have like a regular mp3 recorder uh, zoom is is the is the big name to use i'm i for one i'm task cam fan there's two camps quite all right on either side um but this one is the tits man oh well i think the thing that i like the thing that uh first of all and i i don't mean to say i gave you a gift i didn't want um but the first thing that I wasn't aware <laughs> of on it was that it has a maximum of two it has eight channels all together but a maximum of two recordable. But, Correct. But if you think about this, for somebody that's uh, especially uh, like yourself, Trent, who's actually a little more mm-hmm. what I would call musically talented than I am. I'll stop. That means that you could actually, you could go, like let's say you had a friend that had a garage band. You could literally yep. go there and you could record two channels. You guys could play it back and listen to it. And then literally they could record on another uh, another two instruments Channel. on yeah. two different channels and yep. and then you could play it back. So like you said, it's it's like a mixing studio kind of almost. It, yeah, totally. Absolutely is. Yeah. And if it, the one thing that was very nice uh and and I hope you don't mind me uh, reiterating this, but 
I think when the discussion of it came up, it's like, oh my god, dude, check it out. This is on Prime Day. I, I think the words you words the words you used were, I totally fapped to that thing. <laughs> I do remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. It's, you know what? I don't even if I don't remember it, kind of sounds like me. No, no, I do because, and which is why it's still in the plastic. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You know, you want to protect Safety first, Will. Safety first. And then teamwork. Uh, by the way, <laughs> hashtag NetHeads. Uh, we got that fracking cat and uh, Raphael Noack from uh, We Are Not Here to Please You. That's oh, nice. At W-A-N-H-T-P-Y joining us as well. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty dope. Uh, by the way, I also want to uh, apologize, Trent. Once again, our show did not go out for several days, but uh, turns out we were in some pretty good company. I, I wasn't even aware of this. Uh, but somebody organized International Podcast Day for yesterday. Right? So. Thank you, everyone. So I it, really appreciate that. It literally became just a, how many podcasts can we put out in one day? Yeah. Uh, one of them, though, I got to say, uh, uh, once again, we are we are slowly digressing back into being the radio askew of the uh, podcast yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that dropped yesterday I'm super psyched about. We We don't get... A lot of the what I would call true Kevin Smith Q and A's uh, when it comes to special editions of Smodcast. Uh, right. What I mean by that is you might have a special event like uh, a Comic Con panel of of the Comic Book Men. We've heard that before on there. Yeah. Uh, like for example, when they were on the podcast bus last year. Uh-huh. Uh, once again, the Comic Book Men appearing at, at New York Comic Con this year. I think this upcoming this, weekend. Yep, this next weekend. So anyway, they um. We don't really get a true Q&A experience, uh, and the most recent Smodcast and the next one are actually from this Q&A uh, that Kevin Smith recently did in Denton, Texas. It had an intro by Jason Lee, but I- I'm really excited about former, it because... Huh? For- former Scientologist Jason Lee. Former! Very uh, interesting. That yes! I we didn't got kn- him back, folks! I didn't know you could actually get retrieved well, from Scientology. You know- We'll see if we'll see if he is around for another year. Yeah, the Asian, there an entire clone army of uh, Tom Cruises will bring him back, kicking and I screaming. Mean, it's a very short army. Uh, Ryan Connolly wants to know that I'm at W O F Haunt. That's hashtag W F Haunt. Netheads, you know we own fear. So currently, and by the way, apologies yeah. to Ryan Connolly. Uh, in the podcast version of the show, he. Uh, he was uh, basically removed because what I figured out is that the uh, Skype machine, it, the volume is probably set too high on its output. So Oh, and so when the limiter hits, that's where it cuts out on me. Yeah, exactly. That's And that was happening because that channel does have a compressor running on it. Yep, so that makes total sense. It's just like, it's way too loud. Let's turn it way down. And that's why you hear yeah. nothing. Yep. Uh, but I have turned down the volume down. So if you want to do also take part in the program another way, it's very simple. Uh, netheads on air via Skype. If yeah, if you don't understand the Skype and you only know how to work a telephone, though, uh, you can use Yakbet ninety twenty or eight six six. No, eight. Oh gosh, eight six 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 one zero. Will will yeah. I remember the last four. I think I, I, once again, I literally started to give out the Comedy World telephone number, which appears to happen about once every hundred episodes here on NetHeads, I guess. Uh, which I can say because we are over 100. Uh, we're, we're over 200 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that? Oh, I, I got to ask you, Trent. 229 two, two, to be specific. How is that? Oh, we forgot to do that, didn't we? No, we did it. Oh, we did? 
Yeah. They oh, we just, did. There was a long. Of... There was a long gap because <laughs> I, I did a, I did a software upgrade on the yeah. Sir transmitter per se. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I went to go put us live there, it's just like, uh, that's not a valid input. Moving on. <laughs> At least that's what I hear when I see that. I mean, it was just a line of text that just said invalid yeah. input, and then. It, but, you know, I like to have anyway. So the latest episode of Smodcast, uh, which is number three five nine, I want to say. Okay. Yep, three five nine, and it uh, it is this Q and A from Denton, Texas. Now the best part is that it's a two parter, but in itself, it is it is really a Q and A experience because uh, Kevin intros it, or, or he yeah he does intro it, then it goes into the the actual Q and A. Where he says, you know, even in there, don't go like many people deep in the lines because you'll be standing around. You know, I talk a whole lot. So right. you don't want to be standing for the whole show. Yeah. Well, and, and it, oh, yeah, I mean, let's let's throw back to the, the good old Q&A days. People are sitting <laughs> waiting for their turn in the aisle <laughs> yeah, so, to get up and ask a question. So you don't want to be one of those people. And no. then and then this uh, special limited edition one hour because it's part one of the Denton Q and A, uh, it's a complete and, and total story, and it's beautiful because it literally is one question answered at about forty five minutes of uh, of answer. So yeah, yeah. But but the good news is there will be quite a few more in the second part, so that's exciting. Yes. Uh, yeah. So if you've always wanted to go to a Kevin Smith Q and A and you never have, and you uh, for whatever reason are listening to us and haven't listened to an episode of Smodcast, highly encourage it. Highly. Yeah. Yes. Huh, so that out of the way. Trent, how the hell are you doing? Dude, doing well. Will, doing well. No complaints on my end. Um, been a little gassy, but you know what? Other than that, it's fine. Nothing you know, out of the normal. I, I like that uh, That you, uh, you know, you're so honest and you bring things forward. <laughs> now, my only question, though, is are you referring to today or are you just noticing, wow, this week has been really weird and I haven't, like, start increased my cabbage intake. Oh, so. wow, dude. This week has been weird, um, but you know, yeah. I guess it's all whatever whatever Beehive Grill decides to feed you on Wednesday. That's true on on, on Hot Meal Wednesday. <laughs> hot meal, it's Hot Meal Wednesday. We're gonna. I, I want you to know, Netheads on air on Twitter is probably gonna start recognizing this officially. It's Hot Meal Wednesday, folks. Here's your inspiration. It was great. I, I actually uh, on uh, so I do. I do uh Wits. It's a pub trivia, and they pay me in a meal, which is nice of them. And I uh, I got a, a turkey burger Reuben, which was really good. I didn't think I was going to enjoy the turkey burger, but it was much more enjoyable than I expected. Would have still rathered a regular Reuben. Understandable. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a totally different experience. One is turkey, one is pastrami. Well, and that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's like the classic challenge between a veggie burger and a regular hamburger. Thank you, Nick Offerman. Like, it is what it is, and, and nothing will ever be able to beat it. This is meat cooked on a grill. <laughs> here's, here's ketchup you can put on it if you'd like. Yeah, that uh, for those that don't know, that is the uh, a great uh, episode of Parks and Recreation where yes, so good. And I, I I felt that way too. It was the competition between a turkey burger and a regular burger, and yes, and I I, I understand where the Tom Cruise care or Tom Cruise oh 
What the hell? Rob Lowe no, character. We were just, we were just, yeah, we were just talking about him. It's fine. Uh, but the Rob Lowe character, I, I often feel like him because I will admit, I do have an awesome turkey burger recipe. <laughs> that said, though, if you just compared it to a piece of uh, of meat that's just been salt and peppered and then cooked yeah. with fire. Mm. Yep. So, and, I, and folks, I have uh, first world problems. You know, I've had a grass-fed beef now for two years in this damn oh, household. Shit. So you can't, you can't go back. No, you can't, I don't think. I really don't. Because there, it, there, it's a different texture to the fat of all things. And it yes, seems it like... Yes, it is. It marbles better. It also seems to, uh, for lack of a better term, melt at lower temperatures. So you can still get a yeah. very well-crafted yep. uh, piece of meat, but not have to uh, put up with the same uh, levels of fat. In them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you don't have to uh, cook it for as long either. That too, that too. You know, yeah. one thing I will say that I, I think a lot of people aren't aware of, uh, you know, and, and part of it's out of uh, concern and, and food safety and security, so I can appreciate sure, it. Sure, but sure. one of the things you want to do, and I don't know if anyone has told you this yet or not, uh, avid NetHeads listener, but one of the <laughs> most important things that it comes to when you are talking about cooking and preparing meat Believe it or not, you want your meat at room temperature room when you temperature. start. Oh yes, otherwise it's 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 not going to open up and uh, soak up its own juices, au jus, as you will, uh, as you will, Wilkins. Ah, see what I did there? See what I did there? Why do you got to bring the Jews into it though? I don't understand. <laughs> oh yeah, and the Jews. As he said, with au jus, he did it with au jus. Sorry, <laughs> I. Uh, I'm really excited and just sitting here waiting for the email because there there was finally an episode of Hollywood Babylon last night. So I'm going to effectively get all of my appropriate news and Hollywood news by Monday. Finally. Yeah, that's one of those things. I don't know, Trent. And now let's 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 get off of the uh, Smodco Internet Network uh, bully pulpit, if you will, okay, for a okay. moment. Sure. Do you have any other podcasts that are kind of like that? I know that when it came to like traditional radio, uh, for example, if something would happen, I know that I would be like, oh, I can't wait to hear such and such a take on this on Monday. Oh, uh, sure, sure. And Hollywood Babylon is a podcast much in the same way for me that I really look forward to when it happens. It's it's one I'm, I'm going to get information. I'm going to get entertained. I mean, yep. do you have any other podcasts that are like that for you? But that yeah, that, in, in 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 a in some other uh, genres, um, for sure. Uh, highly recommend, and and I'm always waiting for their take on it. The Full of Sith podcast, um, which are uh, a few Star Wars experts. Um, and it was funny. I was actually talking to uh, the 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 creator and, and producer Brian Young the other day, and he was just talking about how like he's like, oh shit, you know, a Star Wars podcast that can only last like maybe 10 episodes max and gosh they've they've been going for like th three years now it's, never it's never fantastic. underestimate never underestimate the length of a podcast because oh my gosh yeah yeah like what was it <laughs> i remember listening to kevin once uh he was doing a q a uh here in in utah and he was just talking about how like you know you 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 start out doing what you love and so if what you love is donatello then by god you go and you do as many podcasts about donatello as you can and then only when you finally exhausted that then do you move on to, to leonardo yeah finally when you get to to episode 99 and suddenly you're all you know what fuck donatello Raphael is where it's at <laughs> if i may crib the line appropriately um <laughs> yeah I, well actually you know what that name is very familiar to me trent because and I was not aware of the fact that you knew the guy, but uh, 
uh, Pod, you just put out a new episode where, uh, yes. and I love the concept of this. Now, oh, dude, isn't it great? Uh, this is a podcast. It's called Fauthentic History. Fauthentic History, like you know, like a faux hawk, F A U S. Yeah, but but the cool thing about it is they take some they take events from like science fiction movies. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, and they and they treat them like a, a real uh, historical look back upon it to uh, his to historian exper- experts. And the one that we featured was actually it was like a recounting of the Battle of Hoth. Yes, dude. Oh my god, it's so good. And the way they do it, I mean, they do they structure it very well. So that was uh, featured on PodU. And if you want to know more about how you may be able to submit your podcast for PodU, just go to smodcast.com forward slash PodU rules. That's P O D U R U L E S. Okay, got that out of the way. Um, yeah, you never, you never, I would have never thought this would go. Uh, first of all, I never thought Kevin would have left us on his network for this long. <laughs> Shh, we're under the radar. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I guess I guess the, the the finally you know we came up on the radar when the next week you find out hey everybody you can find us now purely at netheadsonair.com. Yeah. Oh shit. God damn found. Or hey it's Radio Askew 100 finally. <laughs> 6 years later. Uh <laughs> Whoa, and, and once again we killed Woo. Trent. Sorry I Haven't man. done that for a while. No you haven't. You haven't. Um so Trent I I, I know I've gotten some feedback. I find this uh, very interesting. First of all, I noticed uh, it, it's funny the things we notice. So here on NetHeads, uh, if in case you have not tapped into it or in case this is your first episode, when we go live, we do it one of two ways. We're either out live on the Smodco Internet Network or uh, we're podcast.com. Or we stream, very good, we stream video out through uh, YouTube, mostly because it allows me to see Trent, but it's another distribution channel and you can't ignore distribution channels you know it's like before no. i know it there's going to be a computer that's running this out on um youtube at the same time we're relaying it to facebook live and, and here and there and everywhere well i mean i it, it's not like we get the videos don't get a large audience okay They're like what 60 sure. 60 70 views per whatever sure. yeah, yeah yeah um but hey at least it's exposing us one way or another um Anyway, so so we distribute through these video channels, and, and we do all this to to try and get attention. Um, but I, I got to tell you, man, I, I and I, I kind of started to hit on this last week. I don't understand how people with real lives mm-hmm. uh, can keep up with the social media demands for staying current. Sure, sure, for 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 being where your audience is, which potentially is everywhere well i think and i think that's the reason why you see that the the people that are quote-unquote successful on the internet uh, really are the people where that's their job yeah Um, oh yeah yeah like and and they treat it as such yeah and and i think that's the only way to keep up so anyway our videos aren't our our most uh progressive thing they aren't our most immediate thing but they are they're out there uh, I had to say though, at the point where there were only seven views on our on last week's video, I was quite astonished <laughs> to see that somebody had given it a thumbs down. You know what? I accept that. No, but here's the thing: I don't really think they watched it. I just I find it hard to believe anybody is even finding <laughs> our videos. It's made it all the way to the end, let yeah. alone taking the critique upon it. Except for our like our second. I don't know whatever happened on our second video, and I still want some answers. Because that one got like three or five thousand views, and it's 
And suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, there's dude. If we can count these numbers, we've done it. We finally correct because that's really what it's all about. If you if you were to get enough views, then uh, you know whatever that window is into monetization. Once you finally crack that open, you're supposed to be able to just cast away all your free concerns and be like, I'm living life on the net yeah. now, bitches. Yeah. Uh, 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 assuming you're adhering to uh, Google's new content, um, yeah, censorship uh, monetization, which I will admit, you'll probably hear us cursing less here on the show. <sighs> But you know what? I, I don't even I don't even mean to do that to kowtow to uh, YouTube. I just think that uh, personally, sure. I think cursing just uh, it. It's not that it's a good reflection or a bad reflection. And I know it's the way we all really talk. Uh, but, yeah. But I, I often think, too, that, you know, uh, friends and family could watch these things and you want to put the best foot forward, I guess. And, you know, we, yeah. can, we can curse all we want when we're not doing a program. But, you know, yeah. when we are, we can just, we can say butt stuff. That's fine. But I'm just saying, eh, what about the cursing? And by the way, I'm not being egotistical. <laughs> I, I, when the person that, that marked that one as, as not liking the video, I, cause I do, anyone that come across it, I could fully accept it. But, but I mean, not only did they watch it, but they took the time to, to, to click and say, you know what? No, fuck these guys. Boom. Yeah. After I yeah. just said no cursing. Um, but here's, here's the thing though, dude. And, and I, and I, and I will say this. Uh, in 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 the art of professional wrestling, there is only one thing that 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 you can do wrong, and that is to create apathy. So at least we force them to have an opinion, right? Is that what art is supposed to do? Is to make you feel something? Right? Yeah, it's supposed to <laughs> evoke a reaction. Totally, so. exactly, exactly. And I'm and you know what? In some ways too, it almost, I'm almost kind of like kind of makes us like therapy because that guy could be like yeah you know what fuck these netheads and they yeah. click that button and then the rest of his day was nice because he felt then all he's like oh doo, 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 doo. yeah exactly yeah, he felt all he it out. you know or she whoever but you know whatever uh i just i i found that very funny because i'm like not many people actually watch these things and you look at the others it's there's not many thumbs down on any of them on many yeah. of them i mean yeah or oh, I'm shit. Or, or I'm pulling a trump and remembering the facts all wrong. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, I just I, hope it wasn't me that did it this time. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> Christ, that Wilkins <laughs> just kept talking. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> I'm just like create up this whole account to troll ourselves. I'm like this piece of shit. <laughs> I'm gonna. After all this time, I'm finally gonna show Wilkins. This is it. Oh. Okay, you follow me on every other social media outlet. I'll teach you, Mr. Wilkins. Oh, gosh, I got to take the time to slam myself or he's going to be on to us. Who's the us, Trent? Never you mind. Just Don't the... worry about it. Inner monologue. Yes, we did go through a very painfully awkward, beyond awkward debate this week will yeah that's uh and 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 that's where i was going with this all of this i don't know why i veered off on the social media thing but i i did actually receive a complaint about our podcast recently i don't really receive many you could pan it all you want everywhere that's fine but i mean like somebody taking the time to reach out and, and communicate and with like, us and be like hey man which by the way you can still do netheads on air via gmail if you wanted to write <laughs> us an email too we keep forgetting about all the different things to plug the yeah we, we, you got the email the website the the facebook the youtube yeah. and then yeah the, 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 and then then after all that we got to remember to do ads it's like ah oh, come on man and now and now and and i haven't even checked because i'm behind the times on this one google play now available for podcasts yeah we're on there we're on oh, there shit. 
you're see oh. you're ahead of me. The moment it was announced, I had to submit everything from Smodcast.com, yeah, my friend. Yeah, well, you know. Even things that we didn't know existed yet. We had to do that. By the way. I was gonna say that, that's how we get found out, Will. <laughs> okay, so let me uh let's stick with this, Trent, but I want you to just just uh later on, you have to remember one thing so I don't forget this story. And all you have to remember is your name. Thank you. Okay. So what I what was that? Anyway, I was gonna what I, I was what I, I don't know either. What I was gonna say was uh I, we don't really receive many complaints, uh, but I did receive one complaint where people were like, you know, I go to the news for my political stuff. Sure. I come to NetHeads to to laugh. To giggle. To be entertained. Yeah. And I fully recognize that, and I agree. But that being said, I don't <laughs> think there's any way you can't talk about – I mean, it's look, let's not even talk about the uncomfortable or awkward yeah. debate. Let's not talk about yeah. – uh, the the complete what appears to be, as I put it the other day, complete acceptance of his own bullshit. Yeah. Uh, there was the the awkward uh, uh, credibility attempted to be given to online snap polls to demonstrate one person won and one didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. There, which which I mean, come on, that's that that can't measure anything. Well, but it, okay, let me continue. <laughs> Even that, like, okay, you can let it slide. Clearly, somebody's acting presidential, somebody's not. But then, Trent, I I can't believe the role that Twitter is playing in this election. Uh, First of all, one candidate is constantly contradicted by their own historical tweets. I never said that. So, now, mind you, though, if somebody says, I never said that, okay, and the only thing they did was type it on Twitter, are they lying? Well, I mean, it. it uh, I guess it's your. It's all definition of, of speech, right? I never spoke it aloud, so it's a, right. It would be appropriate to say he has written that, and then right, you, okay. yeah, yeah, true. But all I mean, right. then if you're gonna, then if you're gonna look at the First Amendment, you got to understand what is free speech, and that is also the written word. So that would include anything you put out is saying it. You're you're saying. Uh, you might assume that somebody that's running for president may have read the Constitution. <laughs> well, hey, I wouldn't go that far, you know. <laughs> At this point, neither would I, because not only has that come up, but this is the part that amazes me. Um, first of all, uh, uh, that any presidential candidate uh, would tweet anything but, uh, you know, campaign-oriented materials. Right. During, you think that's that's the main focus during the campaign? Yeah, that's what I would I would stick with. Uh, but yeah. uh, not only that, but also uh, Trent, for the first time in history, a presidential candidate has encouraged the American public. Oh no! To view a sex tape. Wait, what? You haven't heard about this. Okay. No. Well, I, I, I tell me this is referring to his Miss Piggy response. Yeah, it is. Okay. So oh, uh, no. obviously, I've tried to to sound bipartisan, but it, but it really it's it's almost amazing to see the trend mark. We're not going to get political about it. Uh, no, I'm no, not going to give this is pop culture. You know what I mean? This is this is something that's happening. It we're really not, we're is. We're not saying it's good or bad. We're just saying we're just observing it that happened. it happened. So yes, during the uh, debate, first of all, I have to be honest, Trent. I uh, I don't know if it's because of my age or because I was exhausted, but I nearly had, or more to the point, I I think I did. I think I had a visceral, visceral physical reaction 
because I was concerned about what may transpire during the debate. Uh, to clarify the point without leaning too far one way or the other, I was very concerned that one candidate may come off somehow mystically and magically far better than they ever possibly could have been anticipated to. Yeah. 15 minutes into the debate, my visceral physical reaction was gone right. because I saw that was clearly not going to be the case. Right. Um, so that said, one of the things that, that, that came from the debate that really seemed to happen was that uh, Donald Trump was not prepared for the debate, whereas Hillary Clinton was. Uh, and, and, I, and, and in yes. doing so, you could tell that part well, of the- well, I was just going to say, and and self-admittedly, one one said they were preparing, and one said they were just going to go into it. Yeah, and and to the point of that as well, uh, there's even a response from the other candidate, Hillary Clinton. You could tell everything was masterfully planned out. It's like if this point is brought up, you say this. If this happens, if he says anything about you staying home, then you say, yeah, I think he just said I was uh, preparing for this, which I think is a good or. I yeah. I was preparing for this, and I'm preparing to be president, which I think is boom. Like it's yeah, just like 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 it's all it's all predetermined. We're gonna this this to this this to this. This was kind of like, hey, we just found out Ann Coulter's gonna be on the dais, <laughs> and everybody is just trying to pull out their perfect zinger in that case. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. This was similar. So one of the strategies I think that it's I think it's fair to say that one of the strategies that was utilized by the Clinton camp was to hit hot topic items that would be sure to get under uh Trump's skin with yeah. the with the thinking that uh he is uh has a very high opinion of himself so naturally he will get distracted and he will you know start to become unhinged because trying to throw gas on the fire as it is yeah exactly and and I got to tell you it it obviously worked did yeah. Uh, so uh -huh. one of the things that they're saying, um, yeah. First of all, I, I gotta say I love the way it panned out. One of the things that happened during this election cycle is that uh, Trump hasn't uh, shown us his tax returns. Correct. Hillary Clinton brings it up because and brings up the speculative point, which I don't agree with doing during a debate. Yeah, uh, you know, that that was very Trumpish. I mean, yeah. I mean that was very. <laughs> yeah, it, but it was there was, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of of credence uh, given to any details on it. But it's like, well, why doesn't he want to show us his tax? What does he have to hide? Is he not saying? Has he not paid taxes? At which point, my God, why would you then say that makes me smart? Yeah, because it makes me smart. When you're talking about the government doesn't have enough money, and you're talking about some of the richest people in the country not yeah. contributing any money. Back to the um, anyway. Yeah, when so, you're talking about lowering taxes for the rich, and then immediately after the debate to say that you <laughs> didn't say that. I mean, like immediately <laughs> after. I didn't say that. Uh, somebody had a wonderful tweet after the uh, after the fact because you know he's like everybody's saying I won the debate, and the person tweeted, "Okay, hear me out on this one. What if, just if, Trump has an imaginary friend named everybody?" And that person does yeah. say these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. But you might be onto something there, Sparky. Anyway, uh, so she brought up that, and the tax returns thing came up. And I just love the way he, he almost had a decent retort, which in a way, but in a way it's stupid too, 
to me as a person that's educated on the entire scenario. Yes, the email situation is an uncomfortable thing, but when you get right down to it, there was no real damage done. Right. So that being said, Trump came up to come back. I'll release my taxes when you release the 33,000 deleted emails. Yeah. Relatively semi-decent zinger. Uh, but not really, but anyway, semi-decent, but then Lester Holt says, okay, so Mr. Trump, are you saying it's negotiable? (laughs) Dude, I'll be honest. At which point point Trump immediately said, no, no, it's not. (laughs) Lester Holt. I mean, I, 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 I I have a lot of friends who are not fans, but I, (laughs) I was cracking up at some of the stuff he had (laughs) and was like trying to manage (laughs) throughout the thing yeah well actually uh yeah especially trying to keep uh, people relatively under control and them yeah well and and on you know things that are germane to what the question was yeah and even bringing up i'm i'm sorry uh, i don't think you answered the question so uh would you how would you say anyway yeah uh yeah. well and, and i don't know if you saw um Directly afterwards, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton went and shook Lester Holt's hand, and Lester goes to shake Trump's hand, and Trump kind of gives him a cold shoulder <laughs> and like walks off to the side. I couldn't tell which way that went. I saw the but footage. Then, I couldn't tell if it was him shining Holt off or if Holt actually just started Holt, to sit down. Holt kind of like put his hand behind his head, like oh, uh, you know, like like uh, not gonna get a handshake. But then he did come up and shake his hand afterwards. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to I, review I, the tape. I noticed that one right off the bat. Yeah, but but the other part that cracked me up is freaking Bill Clinton, right? <laughs> After the, gosh, the guy's just he oozes charisma among other things. But yeah. uh, it's, <laughs> it's I mean on a dress i mean we have evidence um <laughs> he he's like sitting there just shaking people's hands up from the stage and everything and there's this secret uh service agent behind him who keeps on like saying like like bending down to pull him back like you can't do that like stop doing that and it happens like four different times until finally she pulls him back and like they have like a little conversation about what he can and can't do it was so funny <laughs> mr clinton please i'm telling you you cannot do this <laughs> So, He's like, I don't, I don't understand why not. So one of the things that I never would have expected to completely and totally derail the situation. And uh, by the way, uh, another thing, too, that I think this debate will do for future debates, what we'll see is there will be um, greater preparation and consideration for what you do during your quote-unquote idle time because – you could definitely tell that Clinton's camp said this is going to be split monitor. You're going to be up there the yeah. whole time. And I don't know why it's a big deal for guys in this country, but M- Mrs. Clinton, please, you're going to have to smile. Smile the whole time. And no smile. matter and whatever he says, do not react in a negative way. Just pretend he's, con- you know, whatever. Uh, because And he was the complete opposite. I mean, it was just, <laughs> well, there was the sniffle. But it was also just like his reactions, like even an audible sigh, which uh, for those that may not recall, during the uh, Al Gore, George W. Bush debates, oh yeah, 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 a sigh was considered to be one of the undoings of Al Gore. Yep, uh huh. Because it was just like it was a kind of sigh. It's just like you're getting bullied by somebody on the on the school grounds, and it's yeah. just like anyway. So, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so one of the things that I never would have thought would have gotten under uh, their skin, uh, or Trump's to be 
precise. Sure. Uh, was somehow, I, I think it was bringing up uh, maybe her temperament and being presidential. And then. Yeah, where she says she doesn't look presidential. Yeah. And so then Hillary came in with a comment about how uh, the way Mr. Trump treats women. And there was a specific uh, example, which I, I don't even remember her name. Alicia Mikado, I think might be the name. Yeah, uh-huh. she was Miss Universe. Yeah, you know what, folks, look it up. I mean, there are greater details in the news than you'll ever get here. But yeah. but the interesting thing about it was the was the references to calling her Miss Piggy because she had gained weight, and, and there was a a real thing in the news where Trump brought people, the media, in to watch her exercise because she was getting back into Miss Universe shape or what have you. Yeah, and this was just after he'd taken over the Miss Universe pageant ownership yeah. of it, and so it was it was kind of like a yeah. And then I guess allegedly also referred to her as Miss Cleaning Lady because she's from the Dominican Republic or somewhere. Right. And uh, which is, if true, is cold. And then just like in, first of all, I never would have thought that this event would have uh, taken over the week as much as it had. This this one thing from the debate. So put a pause on that for a second. Right. Um, first things first. Trump's reaction during the debate was like the worst thing they could do because he just like he just like jumped in. It's like like where did you get that? Where did you hear yeah. that? Yeah, and it's just like, dude, no, no, no. You want to be you want to be calm and balanced. Yeah, but then that one thing has become like the topic of the week, so much so that at uh, th- starting at uh, either five a.m. or three a.m. East Coast time from Thursday to Friday, Trent. <laughs> Donald Trump went on a Twitter tirade, which I'm sure is the one thing his camp has tried to keep him from doing <laughs> as much as possible. Sure, sure. It's like, look, Friday morning, somebody woke up and and said, oh, God, it was my turn to take the phone. <laughs> we didn't change his password last night. <laughs> well, you know what? What could have happened overnight? No. Oh, okay, so... Uh, let me let me let me bring you some facts, folks. Okay, so from here, uh, 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 oh wait, what is he saying now? Two hours ago, I won the debate. If you decide without watching the totally one-sided spin that followed, this despite the really bad microphone. Yeah, okay, keep going about the microphone. So it was like at three a.m. Anytime you see a story about me or my campaign saying sources said, do not believe it. There are no sources. They are just made up lies. Oh, hello, pot. This is the kettle. You're black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, wow, crooked Hillary was duped and used by the worst Miss Universe. Hillary floated her as an angel. Using Alicia M in the debate as a paragon of virtue just shows that crooked Hillary suffers from bad judgment. Now, here's the one. Did crooked Hillary help disgusting, parentheses, check out sex tape and past, close parentheses, Alicia M become a U.S. citizen so she could use her in the debate? First of all, let me break down why this tweet is stupid, Trent. <laughs> okay, please do. <laughs> First, it's a presidential candidate encouraging the American public to look at a sex tape. That's that's the one stupid thing. Yeah. Second, a 10-second Google. He could have said, hey, Alexa. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, hey, Google. Okay, Siri. When did Alicia Mikado become a U.S. citizen? Alicia Mikado, former Miss Universe, received her citizenship in 1998. Oh, shit. Simple Google search. That, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> it, it is the base disregard for information 
that yeah. uh, here's another thing, too, that you never would have expected to come out of a presidential debate. Howard Stern being name checked during a presidential debate. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell and Sean Hannity. Dude. And <laughs> it just you never would have expected these things. And, and But this is pop culture. This is where we live now. It is. It really is. Yeah. But I yeah. got to say, I, and I brought this up again uh, last week, and I'll bring it up again this week. The media is doing themselves no favors in the way that they are covering things because it really is. It's an 80-20. It's 80% Trump, 20% Clinton. That's what it is. Sure. Uh, yeah. Unless you look at the way the the voting is pre- getting predicted. That's getting more 80% and then 20 flip-flop right. them around. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting. That's part of the reason why I had a little bit of a panic. There is a website called, I think it's uh, 5 538.com okay or 537 hold on let me just i'll type five and then it'll pop up 538.com all is one word and what they do is they take all of the legitimate realistic uh polling data they run it through simulations and they come up with a prediction of of how it's looking the election will go uh it was almost a dead heat on monday for the chance of winning I have been watching since uh, Trump has been trumping the media over uh, trying to walk back the debate results. Yeah. And it's gone from like a 45 to a 40, 45 point to a 44 point. Now it's 67.3% Clinton, 32.7% Trump. Oh, really? The other interesting thing to do about this is if you watch it, I like there slowly I have watched Nevada and Colorado go from a red state. What they do is they start fading in color and then going to another. Yeah. Nevada and Colorado going blue in the past week. Really? And those are big swing states. Uh, Florida as well has gone from pink to blue. Another swing state. Utah, uh, who notoriously has not been happy with Trump. Um, Still has a been thick red. Yep. Has, has, has been encouraged by all of its, um, uh, representatives to support the party, and so uh, it's it will be voting red this year. That is interesting to uh, to think about when you put uh, party before country, depending on your beliefs. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but that's kind of interesting. But you know, I wouldn't expect Utah to change. But at the same time, that's here. Here's the thing. I, I here's the hypothetical that I'm I'm waiting to see. Uh, and given the way this election is going, and the way the rest of the the world views us because that was the other thing too that i noticed during the debate was at one point clinton seemed to put a break the brakes on everything and just say i just want to take a moment to um what was the word she used as a a sure our foreign allies thank you she she took a moment to say i know there's a lot of basically what the summary was i know you're hearing a lot of crazy shit in this election cycle but i assure you that you know, when I'm in the White House, we're still going to keep business as usual, and you don't have to be concerned. Nobody's evading you because you haven't paid your NATO fees or whatever it is. Yep. Um, so I it, I found that very interesting that she took the time to stop and do that uh, because uh, once again, a very subversive and diabolical move. Yeah. Oh yeah. For be- sure. Because it's it's essentially saying uh, it's trying to appear presidential while also undercutting the opponent just uh right. nearly surgical is the way yeah. this thing came across so the hypothetical i want to talk to you about though trent uh, let's just imagine that the momentum seems to keep going the way it is knowing that we're still 38 days away this could go 
any which way possible. Sure, sure. And 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 we will see ups and downs until then. Um, but let's say it's the hypothetical, and in fact, Donald Trump does lose the election. Uh-huh. In that scenario, do we actually get a concession speech? Um, well, I, and, and, and to Lester Holt's um, credit, he did force, I mean, literally force answers from, from both candidates. Will you then support the winner? Well, he asked the question. Clinton said, "I, I would yeah. naturally support our government, and and uh, and that's when." Choice. And I swear to God, I think that's at the point where uh, Donald Trump invoked Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know, but <laughs> but he did say that he would he would he would support the the decision by the people eventually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. after after Holt having to ask for a clarifying point, uh, he did say he would. So, but so that said, though. Just from what we've seen, from the uh, the Twitter behavior, uh, the the insisting how these uh, snap polls uh, are something because it's the only pl- I, you know here's the thing that terrifies me, Trent. And, sure. And, and, and yeah, okay, I'm kind of wearing my heart on my sleeve with this one, or, or at least I'm <laughs> no part of me. I'm showing my hand as it were, but like I personally uh, felt uh, insulted by Donald Trump. And the reason uh-huh. why was because of the presentation of these uh non-scientific polls as a result. And I, I'm telling you this right now, if it were revolt reversed, if it were Hillary Clinton doing this, if 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 literally everything had been reversed and let's say Clinton lost the debate and she were trying to use these snap polls to justify, I would be equally as aggravated because sure. it's it's an attempt to to dupe people with lies which yeah. i it, well i mean let's let, let's go back and look at the first debate between mitt romney and uh barack obama mitt romney wiped the floor with obama like it was if i'm remembering this correctly romney really did a fantastic job and so that was a chance for obama go back to his team assess what they had done and then he came back and won the last two hands down yeah well, okay, here's the hypothetical then. Here's another hypothetical. Okay, so sure, sure. so you believe there would be a concession speech? I yes, to to some extent, yes. I I think I there would be a concession speech. There would be a lot of rhetoric involved explaining why he didn't win. Do you think it would be the biggest woe is me, woe is me cryberry baby excuse one then? Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't think it will because if he doesn't win, uh, we're gonna see him not necessarily go radio silent, but be less active for a while until he launches his new alternative to Fox News in in media. <laughs> I'm, I am dead serious on that. That is going to happen if he doesn't win. He is going. And even if he's going even to. If he does win, he'll he'll it'll yeah absolutely. It's gonna be Trump news. It, well, it'll it'll be TNN. It, It'll be something along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's been positioning himself for it for for a while. And if you look at the people he's got on his team, oh, um, I, I yeah, just I just figured it yeah. out, dude. It's gonna be the it's gonna be Trump News America TNA. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so he loves TNA. <laughs> Young TNA. Uh, here's the other thing too. Do you think there's gonna be? A, because I, I realized, too, by the way, his uh, going to uh, 
his followers on Twitter and Facebook and, and, you know, trying to say it during the media as well, like interviews, maybe media interviews are the only point where he really is in any way communicating a message outside of his base. So I I really shouldn't let that get to me so much. Uh, But I really, I really do hate the fact that he's also constantly contradicting himself in the news when in saying things that he quote unquote didn't say, but he did. Right. Uh, now, part of the thing that this has made me wonder is he is he? Do you think that this is a, a diabolical scenario wherein he purposely planned on tanking the first debate so that way he could have a comeback story? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I, because for him. Honestly, I think it's win at all costs so, in every scenario. And, and and that's just his mantra in his philosophy for life, whether it be business, morality, uh, marriage, etc. Win at all costs. And I think he – so this comes back to, to, to my belief then that I think as a person, basically, he fully and completely believes his own bullshit. Yeah. So much so – I mean it's self-delusional is what I would almost oh, yeah, go with. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I, I, I actually had a conversation, and granted, it's speculative because, uh, you know, uh, there's there's no research done from any one person, but I did speak with a psychiatrist uh, this week who who said, oh, it's that's textbook um, narcissism. Like, the definition of, of it is is everything he does, so. Okay, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting take, but of course, you know, one of the things that the, uh, the, uh, psychiatric profession is as done is they don't uh, give opinions on on active candidates. So, like, sure, you know, sure, exactly. yep. I and and I the thing about the polls and the reason why I bring up the believes his own bullshit thing. And, and I'm sorry if if you do support Trump and you feel like we're bashing him. I'm not trying to, but you know, seriously, uh, complaining about the media and Lester Holt and anyone else not grilling Hillary about things. It isn't a basis for arguing because if you keep feeding the beast, it's not going to go anywhere else. Yeah. Well, and 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 there's a couple of different things though. He did uh, bring up a couple of Lester brought up a couple of things about her emails, and she did is the the politically I don't know more acceptable uh, thing in saying yeah I screwed up like that's on me and I I would. Uh, there's no one else to blame but me on that one and that's usually how you deal with any type of scandal right you you (laughs) when when the consensus is that you screwed up you own it right well that's the only thing you can do it's it's throwing yourself on the grenade right um so anyway uh the reason why i kind of fell into this I, i think he believes his own bullshit is because there was another article i was reading and, you know, because like in the beginning of the week, I was getting like, how can you say these polls show anything? I mean, you can't possibly. I think part of it was just I, I was frustrated because I'm like, you can't possibly believe this yeah. yourself, even though you're disseminating it. Um, so that's not presidential. That's what bugs me. In case you're all wondering, it all comes down to being presidential for me. Yeah, really. Uh, above all else. And in this, uh, there was another article where somebody was, uh, they were saying that um, during an interview cycle during the primaries, that's the word I'm looking for. Yes. One of the things that he gave to people uh, like during the interview to show how things are going was some of these instant snap polls. 
I, he's like, you know, look at look at how I'm tracking. And yeah. they said, well, you know, these aren't these aren't scientific data, so they so they can't be really used as the basis. And then he seemed to accept it, but then in a couple moments later, wanted to come back to it. Well, then why does why doesn't this count? Kind yeah. of thing. So I it. The only thing that I can believe then is that he really is he believes his his own delusions and it's like do you really think he walked out of the debate thinking he won it on Monday? Um Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You think yeah. that okay, all right. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, okay, so I just can't relate to these things. Uh, by the way, uh, we are not here to please you. Raphael Nowak on Twitter says, the reason why our show isn't more funny is a, well, because of a broken microphone. Don't believe the media. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Well, That's actually, good. you know, he said there was an issue with his microphone, and it was true. There, oh, the, really? Yeah, Politico ran a story that the, uh, yeah. the debate commission does say there was an issue. We at, a, we at home didn't hear it, but it was audible in the room through the PA system. That's oh, where the okay. issue so, was. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, he did have a point, but then my counter to that is, well, you know, you're going to deal with adversity if you're in office as well. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're not going to be able to tell the such and such from this country that, well, you know, I had a microphone issue, so... It's dude, it's 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 so interesting because if there's one thing that um, politics and popular culture, the fictional side. So I'm looking at like the West Wing. I'm looking at Veep. If there's one thing that it has done for me, aside from like the the fantastic um, escape, but but mirror of of reality that it is and just the fantastic storytelling is it has shown how busy the president is. You know what I mean? Like, like their day from from the second they are planned to wake up to the second they are planned to go to sleep is packed with stuff to do. There is like even your even your quote unquote downtime is scheduled in. Right. And 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 that's the crazy thing about it is like I don't I don't know if if um, he's prepared for that. Do you know what I mean? If because oh yeah, because this is the same guy who who has said that he prefers to go into the office without a schedule and just see what the day brings him. Totally, man. Like on on top of that, uh, he's he and again, this is this is this is these are just things that are out there. Um, and anyone who's watched uh, last week tonight, the uh, this this two week what last weekend? Oh God, with the raisins. Where yes, exactly where they actually show like look. Hillary has done some shady shit and she probably isn't the best person in the world that could be running the 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 uh the country. Here's some shit she's done. Here's some shit that that uh Donald Trump has done. But at the end of the day like when when you refuse to put your assets into a blind trust, there is no way that that cannot affect your daily routine. And for me, that's the biggest thing. Like, like I just want someone who is 100% dialed in to running the, I mean, it's sad that this is the criteria that all I care about right now <laughs> is someone who can dedicate 24 seven to I, running the country. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I mean, you're like, well, and, and that's, that's kind of what it comes down to, man. Well, that's what, and that's the crazy thing about this. A senior smoke, by the way, on Twitter, pointing out netheads getting political whenever we damn well feel like yeah. it. Yeah, that sounds like it could be run right in an ad right there. Like uh, dislike, dislike. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I also 
I, this is a gem I never get tired of. Let me just... Uh... No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Podcasts Radio's are boring. Hopefully you feel the same way after listening to this one. Uh, Trent, hypothetical situation with the president. One of the things that uh, we're, we are, first of all, this week, um, oh, man, the CW shows are all coming back. Oh, and available online. Yeah, I don't think that, uh, I think Supergirl actually premieres next week. The flat, this is the thing that I love. We live in an era where a, where a, a television network is launching their new programming night with the flash boom folks boom the 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 cw's new network uh, their new programming their their new fall schedule launches yeah. with the flash at 8 p.m on tuesday night isn't that crazy dude i well no what's crazy is actually how damn good the flash is uh yeah so I want to say that because, of course, uh, six weeks after that or sometime around there, we'll get to see the episode um, of uh, of Kevin's that he directed. Uh, also, um, one of the new shows, this is where I was going with the presidential hypothetical. I don't know if you've heard about this one. It's called Designated Survivor. Oh, I haven't. Go on. Uh, I was willing to check it out because uh, it's headed up by Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, he's the lead actor and, and then you hear about the scenario and you'll understand why I at least had to give the pilot a chance. If I, if I ever watched a day of 24 in my life, I had to give this pilot a chance. So apparently during every major gathering of, uh, our government, there is a designated survivor that is chosen to be at a separate location so that in the event that oh, a, a okay. cataclysmic cataclysmic event should sure. happen, the U.S. government can continue. They're- yeah, there's 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 always this succession of of who would be president, who would be chief of staff, who would etc. Yeah, and so during the uh, and this is during the uh, president's uh, State of the Union, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of those ones where they're all in session and they're all there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The house it's blown up. It blows up. Boom. Kaboom. Uh, all the government so like literally it's the way the room is you know he's just sitting in a room somewhere on the other part of the of uh washington dc and you know they're watching the speech and then suddenly the transmission just goes out and then next thing you know you open the or the the secret service comes in and says there's been an incident you open the window see a big mushroom cloud then you're getting whisked away to be sworn in Holy shit, dude. And that person is Kiefer Sutherland. <clears throat> so oh. so it's it's a already now we've got it's goddamn Jack Bauer. Well, but it's not. This is not. He was like the the whatever of housing, the head of housing and and <laughs> like the secretary of agriculture. <laughs> no, the even worse, it was like housing and urban renewal. <laughs> Now he's the president, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, not not unlike we saw in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, so it's a very interesting thing, though, because he is just thrown into this leadership role. So, again, it's like you see all the things that the day encompasses, and, and you're like, who wants this job? Yeah. Why? Um, Dude, I... I really like. I don't wish it on anyone. No, I mean, look what it has done to people. Look at Obama in oh. in eight years, my friends. Oh. He has, which, oh, I don't know if you've seen it. There, there was a video that came out a little while ago. Um, I'll see if I can find it and I'll post it. It is hilarious. It's, it's um, Obama uh, dealing with like that he's coming up in in you know what what is termed the lame duck period of his uh, 
of his uh, uh, presidency. And so it's like him just like trying to like take it easier and, and like adjust back into real life. And then uh, if I remember right, Mitch McConnell comes out <laughs> from the side and they do this whole thing together. No, no, uh, not Mitch McConnell, uh, John Boehner. They come, he comes out and like he tries to get him to like smoke a cigarette and stuff. Oh my, in front of the camera. I'll see if I can find it. It is hilarious. But yeah, it, it, it's that same idea of like, holy shit, man, nonstop. Yeah, who wants that? Who wants that headache? Uh, by the way, uh, on Twitter, that, that fracking cat pointing out that, and I think in the show they literally say this, he was the bottom of the secession list. Like, like, it doesn't get any lower. It's like, okay, this is, after this you start going to military generals and stuff like that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, they, but they introduce a lot of things. First of all, he was actually about to... Uh, I don't want to say get fired from his job, but he was being oh, offered an ambassadorship. Right. Kind of like putting him out to pasture. You don't have to. Hey, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can't stay here. <laughs> uh, so that was in play. And he's and, and like the day of this happens and he's just like, well, can I can I have a day to think about it? And they're like, sure. So there, so you're like wondering, well, is that going to come up? And then there yeah. is the whole, okay, well, who just blew up the entire government? Right, uh, so yeah, th and, and now that... you're going to have to like work with the retaliation. Oh, my God, that is brilliant, right? Like, uh, that's great. And there is also, they've also uh, laid out an underlying potential for a military coup as well. Oh so they got a lot. Of, they got a lot of things in play. One of my biggest things that I have issues with when I look at the descriptions for television shows is I'm like, okay, well, how long can the base idea be carried on? Uh, right. I, you know, how far until we can't get away from this anymore? Uh, and you know, now it's just a treadmill of suck. Uh, yeah. And 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 that concept originally, I'm like, okay, well, where is that going to go? Uh, and the only thing that that ever comes up uh, that would be insulting uh, would be presenting any cliffhangers that may say he wouldn't be the president uh because it's the half the premise of the damn show so come right, on. right right yeah don't yeah. be insulting to us although you know with veep you never would have expected that selena meyer actually became the president and i never would have thought they would have had the balls to actually remove her completely from office spoiler season six i was just gonna say spoiler alert whatever <laughs> sorry i let it out oops <laughs> But no, it's ballsy. It'll be. It's interesting to see where it, it goes, and the fact that yeah. they just won an Emmy. So, but anyway, I wanted to say that that show is is definitely one that I th I would encourage people to watch and look out for. Well, and it's it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, getting back into the the radio skew of things, um, I read an article. Um, the and it's interesting for me too to see like um, Harley coming into you know this universe, right? This 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 well established fan base. Um, and I don't know a whole lot uh, about her interests and, 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 and everything else. It's not like she's doing a, you know, five podcasts a week. Um, and so there was this article I read from JustJared.com. It's just basic Q&A stuff. And one of the questions was, uh, what's your you know, favorite movie or TV show that you're currently obsessed with? And she goes on and talks about Supergirl. Damn. Yeah, like like I did I didn't see that one coming and, and she speaks really highly of it and and the other thing that uh, it reminded me of that I I'm going to check out this weekend and and would encourage others to do it um maybe we can we can chat about it next week or if not you can always jump over to the World of Kevin Smith Facebook group I'm sure people are talking about it there already um but uh Holidays which was a 
uh, a bunch of horror uh, shorts collected together uh, came out in April. It's now available on streaming. Um, Kevin uh, directed one, the Halloween uh, holiday in Hallow- the Hollow Ian. Ian, yeah, thank you. Oh, um, geez. but she it- talks about it in this article, which is really interesting because you know where she's she's playing like a cam girl and how vehemently opposed her mother was <laughs> at the idea of this um as 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 a strong uh feminist but then how they kind of came to an understanding and were able to like deal with it and everything but yeah i'll i'll, I'll post the link up um for that uh, article but yeah i haven't seen have you seen holidays I I've seen the Kevin's I I took the time to watch the Kevin Smith segment. Oh yeah, I I I really I want to watch it. Which was just like, oh my god, what? Because <laughs> it's it takes an interesting twist. Because I mean, you know, in the story, there's basically a, a just a, a walking bag of garbage. But it's at one point, as a guy, you get sympathetic. Yeah. For the I yeah. mean, you're like, well, no, it really I shouldn't be I shouldn't care about this guy's existence, but. And then you're like, oh, God, that's what? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I have seen it. Check it out. Uh, uh, yeah. What else was I going to say? I don't think there's much else. Oh, dude. Uh, dude. I, one of the things that I have had to actually make an adult choice and avoid because Aww. it dropped Thursday night to Friday morning midnight. <gasps> Likewise, yes. Luke Cage. Luke Cage, sucker. I watched uh, 15 minutes of it and said, nope. No, 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 no. Because if I go any further, you have I have to keep going. I may not come back. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's really funny. Um, the night it dropped, there was a, a a planned Comcast outage in my area. Oh boy, there were a lot of upset geeks on social media in northern Utah. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. Yes. They're like, we got to do the maintenance. Guy. Nobody thought maybe we should do. <laughs> Pardon me. Nobody thought, hey, this is a little on the nose, guys. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, yep. Yep. But that's when that's what happens when you're a double-edged sword and you're a cable company that provides service, but you're also the owners of NBC, yeah. for I was, was going to say, yeah, when you're Viacom, it's like, oh, wait a second. Uh, maybe we don't want people... <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll make them watch something else that's not Netflix. Yeah, I don't think that that goes over very well. Is all I'm uh, saying. Well, obviously not. I can I can't even imagine. You know, like I said, all, I, all I'm saying, folks, is we wouldn't let Ford own the roads. No, we wouldn't. Why Why would we let Viacom own the internet delivery? Uh, I don't know. Nope, nope. Actually, you know, there's a company out here that is offering just internet service. They're slowly expanding to fiber optic oh, neighborhoods man, good for them. named Sonic. And it's been a long time since I've just seen an internet delivery Only. system. You yeah. know? So, yeah. That's not really bad. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have, I have seen, I've gotten a taste of Luke Cage. I like what it is I'm seeing. Uh, although I will say after a few minutes of what I saw, one of the things I instantly questioned was if they did a switcheroo and is this happening before Jessica Jones and not after? Well, I would, uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm hoping it shows his origin story because it is, I mean, when you think about his origin story, it makes me cringe when I think about, um, the, the history of testing on African-Americans, um by our government oh yeah like with the whole syphilis thing yeah with the whole tuskegee experiments and everything. yeah yes. that 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Uh, And especially, I think, uh, during the circumstance, you know, it was an experimental thing. But, you know, you do know. Have you seen the trailers? Because that's the way they they bring the bracelets and the uh, upside down tiara in. Yeah, uh huh. That's part. So they do show part of his origin story. They yeah. show him coming out of the tank after whatever happened happened, and and yet, sure enough, he's got the headband. Yeah. He's got the art. You're like, ah ha ha. Well, and I and again, I'm not sure who's who's uh, writing this. I need to look into it more. But I think uh, the whole season two of Daredevil, um, Christos Gage, who's one of my favorite comic writers, was kind of the lead writer on it. They did such a good job of placing uh punisher's origin story in, in the perfect spot um instead of just like giving it right off the bat like it lets you form an opinion of him first and then gives you this origin story that's so heart-wrenching and like makes you feel something completely different for for the character i hope they do the same thing in this uh that would be nice it would definitely be nice so uh i i did have to google it and i believe this is a post jessica jones world that we're in but it it was still, it made me wonder, because to me, that would be one of the most brilliant things, is if they told us this story, and then we discover we're actually in the 70s, and one of the things about having unbreakable skin is that you just, you don't age the same. Yeah, right. Or, yeah, or, or maybe, to borrow the term that Mark Bernardin mentions, just to an extreme, black, in this case, truly don't crack. Right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, right. Speaking of Mark, uh, uh, for those who don't know, uh, it, it's it's a regional chain store, uh, Hastings, going out of business. So they're fire selling everything. I went in two weeks ago and literally just pillaged and plundered their comic book section. But I was able to pick up a whole bunch of uh, Mark's DC comics he's written. Oh, now what ones were they? I know he's mentioned it on Fat Man on Batman. Oh, gosh. I, I don't remember. I, I was going through so fast. I just saw, oh, Mark, boom. That grabbed it, grabbed it, grabbed it. Um, I must see his words now. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, uh, Justice Society, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm stoked though. Picked a whole bunch of stuff up there from, uh, from uh, a fellow, uh, uh, Smod family member. I don't know what that means. Well, just you know, the, in the network. Really. Mark Bernardin. Oh, you're putting us on the same level as Kevin's shows. I was confused. Sorry. I... Only in distribution. Yeah. <laughs> o- only in the way that all RSS feeds are created equal. Exactly. Exactly. It's, the it's the from... democratization of the internet. Although it is nice that we're listed in the section as uh, shows better than, than his, but uh, I don't believe that header to save my <laughs> life. Uh, before we do go, Will, we've got to give a shout out on Twitter using the hashtag NetHead to uh, Lou K. Sutcliffe, who originally started out uh, with the tweets, uh, for once I'm up at a time listening to NetHeads live and I'm stuck trying to lose risk as fast as possible. Well, and then two minutes ago, ex-girlfriend just won. Excellent. Only problem is wrap it up yeah sorry game ain't, over man ain't that a nethead's luck right oh damn <laughs> man uh actually i i t- today's already been i i didn't i'm amazed that we actually ran long and i apologize to my wife in advance on that uh, via this recording um because uh i started off the day i had to take my mom to the airport she went to go visit friends in texas and so oh, nice. uh to make sure i would not wake up late i had to have alarms starting to wake me up at four o'clock Oh, dude. After the full trip was done, I got back at 7.40 or something, uh, proceeded to start a pot of coffee, uh, and while I was waiting for the pot to finish, fell asleep on the couch until 9. 
<laughs> so it's already been a long day, but I'm excited because I don't know if I've made mention it before, but Blair, our youngest, who is uh, now two years old plus. Holy crap. She, man. Yeah, I know. It's just that just it doesn't it seem like just yesterday I was begging for extra shekels here and there from <laughs> our listeners. And, and I'm sure I'm I'm sure you've looked upon this and gone, you know, uh, we could we could really uh, be doing that for the show. Well, maybe if you put some of that effort back in. <laughs> Uh, anyway, she's uh, two, and one of the things that we do every Saturday right now from 4.45 to 5.15 is a uh, is a Parents and Me soccer class offered by Kids Love Soccer. Holy shit, that's a great idea. You have never seen anything cuter than two to three-year-olds three trying to do a concentrated effort of kicking around a soccer ball. Uh, also, oh. you've never seen anything more challenging than trying to maintain <laughs> focus. Because there'll be little moments, and suddenly some of them realize we're in left field of actually a baseball field. And, oh, look, there's the diamond over there. I want to go see the dirt. And then I want to go play baseball. And then they all go, like, where are you going? No, come back. It's like, okay, so you're going to chase me. Let's go. You need to kick the ball at me. Where are you going? And then she's gone. And she is just, uh, Blair is nothing but, uh, she's got a head, she's got hands and feet, and then there's nothing but muscle in between. So yeah. she just, pew! Charge. Boom. Like, and, then, and then the bad thing is, for me, when she's uh, out doing that, it's like, oh, suddenly, oh, God, everyone's going to see the fat guy chasing after the little kid. <laughs> oh, I'm going to end up on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or even worse, a vine. Dude, I you know what? I think you just I think you you really wrapped up what my base paranoia truly is. <laughs> it's like, oh God, please don't make me a YouTube sensation this way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, folks, thank you for very much for uh, sticking around. We really appreciate it. Didn't mean to get so political, but I gotta say, as a as a as an American citizen right now, it is just it is the strangest election year ever. Just yeah, it is. It's just bizarre. The strangest. I mean, I never would have thought a, a, a U.S. presidential candidate for a major party would, in a tweet or any other form of communication, tell us all to go see the sex tape. It's going to be a weird four years, Will. Oh man, I, I, either way, yes, it is. Well, yeah. and and that's the other thing too. Uh, apparently, I one of the other things I hit upon is I don't know if you're aware of this, but even during the election cycle of the primaries, there was even talk at that time. Donald Trump. I, I almost think this whole, uh, you know, the system is rigged thing is a, is a way to to start a narrative upon the impossible yet somehow possible. Uh, conclusion that he doesn't win the election. Uh, and the other thing, too, is that uh, I'm wondering if we're going to see the same type of reaction that we did in the 2000 election, right. where after the fact, uh, because he does have uh, people that attend these these gigantic rallies, so is there is there going to be a major part of the population that is going to be insisting on recounts? Are we going to go to the Supreme Court again? Uh, the aftermath of this is is very interesting as well. Um, yeah, I'll tell you right now though, I have a funny feeling that this whatever whoever is in office, the subsequent election cycle, if uh, Trump does not win, not whoever, uh, but if he doesn't win, we're, I think we're going to see probably the most chaste, if you will. Uh, yeah, uh, presidential campaign next time around for sure, for sure. Because uh, who? What else? It, it, I don't know. When the bar is this low, there's nowhere to go but up. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Only time will tell. I mean, seriously, aren't you? Because if you think about this, we are. There are people outside of our country that do listen to this, our oh, podcast yeah. here, 
And yeah. I'm like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm I'm afraid to talk to anyone from any other country because, like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you remember, but I remember uh, because it was uh, relevant to you know things going on in my life at the time. Uh, if you went abroad <laughs> uh, during the the Bush administration, you were encouraged to tell everyone you were Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> not we, we might, not for seen- nothing. <laughs> Are you saying that the church told you guys to do that? No, no, of course not. Never. <laughs> By the way, underscore fresh twenty three underscore on Twitter just uh, provided us a lovely new uh, banner. It Trump presents netheads. No, so oh, don't. hey, let's let's just cut for a commercial from our sponsor now, shall we? <laughs> huge sponsor, huge. Uh, hey, by the way, no. speaking of sponsorship, Trent. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we haven't done in a long time. <sighs> uh, uh, no, Will, what? <laughs> Do you like that? No, my favorite part was the sigh of resignation before it. Like, well, I was trying to come up with something. I'm just like, no, if I got nothing. <laughs> just like, uh, it's like, I got to listen to this guy shill now. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, Will, what is that? That's... Yeah, what? You don't say. <laughs> Actually, look, you know what? I'm not going to do a full-blown commercial. I'm not going to do It's not going to be the full music, but I I am I, I one of the things that makes it easiest to encourage people to sign up for something and to do something is to use it. Not only use it, but to actually pay for it and use it and then actually enjoy it. Uh, if you haven't followed me on Twitter, I'm netheadww on Twitter, and one of the things that you will see that I do quite frequently right now is I am using Twitter to evangelize Blue Apron in many ways. Yes. And, and the reason why I'm doing that is because I've seen it, it, it. I've directly seen a savings on my grocery spending now because I am using Blue Apron. My family really? is eating. And you're probably eating better, too. We're eating healthier because we're using Blue Apron. Blue Apron has deals with, with uh, local communities and small businesses to ensure that we're getting the freshest ingredients sent to us locally. So that way we know they're not traversing half the country. So, yeah, we're eating healthier because each meal is somewhere between, I think they say, like five and 700 calories or seven and 900 calories, whatever it is, per serving. Now, Trent, not only that, but if you think about it, it's like $10 per person per meal. So come on. Uh, that's like, that's less than restaurant eating. And best of all, like I said, you don't have to go to the grocery store. Uh, every every night I get done working. Uh, I I have the benefit of working from home. So I step out of my office and Mm -hmm. I go into the kitchen and I, myself, after a day of working, the last thing I want to do is go to the grocery store, but I just, I'm able to take out all my ingredients or I take out the meat ahead of time. So I know it'd be room temperature when I need it. And I'm able to just sit there and make these interesting meals that I never would have thought of making for my family, and I've been able to do that through Blue Apron. Now, it, uh, the reason why I, I feel comfortable saying this, folks, I am not compensated uh, for this, especially if you don't sign up, uh, but this is not a paid <laughs> advertisement per se. And also, uh, I I don't receive Blue Apron for free. You think, oh, well, Will, you're the guy that does the audio stuff for the network, and they run ads all over the place. So naturally, you must be getting this for free. No, I'm not. I pay for it. I use the service <laughs> myself. And and like for us, we're a family of three, although we are a family of four. Blair isn't necessarily going to be eating the squash pasta, if you know what I'm saying. Sure, sure. So uh, somebody either we if we really like it, we get to like divide that final portion up amongst ourselves or somebody's got a tasty uh, meal the next day for leftovers. 
but it's just it's it's fun. It's it's convenient, and I I gotta say I really thoroughly enjoy it. And I'm one of the best things too. They send these easy to follow instructions, Trent. That not only are they easy to follow, but they're yours to keep. I have made these uh, Fontina uh, cheeseburgers on what well, it's uh, Fontina Chibata bread. Yes, on Chibata. Yes! How did you know? Because you've talked about it. You, this is like your favorite dish. Oh, it is. Because it, you've also got like a dressed kale that goes on top of them. And one of the diabolical things that they do with this recipe is that you thinly slice garlic. And then I think it's sage or some other. I don't know. It's one of them darn spice herb things. Sure. sure. And, and uh, one of the things you do is you take some, you, you put in like two tablespoons of oil. And then you quickly fry the, the garlic and herbs. You take them out, and then they become part of the potato dish, but now your oil is infused with those flavors, and that's what you use to cook the burgers in. So, look, they just reduced me having to yeah. cook inside of another container, and we repurposed that flavored olive oil to add an extra bit of flavor to these hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, it's stuff I never would have thought of. Uh, it's it's We had, the other day, we had a, a shrimp and udon noodle salad. That had mint and carrots and and kale and dude, I fucking love udon noodles. Oh, they are the it's just too... like the Japanese know how to do noodles right. Oh, they do because an udon that's a noodle with like it's got girth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that's a noodle that'll make you feel full full if you have too many. <laughs> that's for <laughs> sure. True. And you know if there's if there's anything I'm looking for in this world, it's it's to feel full from a nice thick noodle. <laughs> It's all we can hope for. Anyway, folks, it's real simple. Netheadsonair.com. Click the blue apron banner ad. You get to take $30 off of your first order. So if you're a if you're two people, that's almost like three orders for free, I think, if you do the yeah. math. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, I encourage you to go to netheadsonair.com. Click the blue apron uh, item uh, logo and uh, get yourself signed up. Get some free food on us, and I guarantee you, you're going to love it. And I think they guarantee it, too. Uh, it's really wonderful. All You get to choose what you want once you sign up for it. You don't have to take every delivery. You can go on ahead, and you can unselect some. We're coming out of the summer season. The dishes are looking a little better. Because, you know, one thing I do notice, during the end of the week, when a lot of the uh, Christian or Catholics would be avoiding beef, there's always some type of... Uh, seafood meal in the family plan oh nice if you're not doing the family plan and you're just doing the two-person plan uh you have a little i I will admit you get a little more variety that way in in being able to choose and and unchoose things but for the family plan uh they always put away they put that nice fish dinner around uh friday you know there's a reason why i never i never realized this trent but catholicism man that's the reason why every friday it's clam chowder friday (laughs) and without it we wouldn't have dogma exactly so until next time folks uh, my name is will i'm trent and you've been listening to another edition of netheads via the smodco internet network which you can find only one place where is that trent it's at smodcast.com and i always love the fact that whoa do you like that i I was like i for those for those watching or on the podcast yeah i i I fucking I, i came correct brother you, you you made me stop in my tracks. I forgot what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Smartcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye.
Oh, it doesn't have the do 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 do. It's what happens when you go to a new system. Netheads. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, one of the things uh, right now, one of those little thin client computers, I switched over the audio to one of those. Uh, but I don't. I don't really think this is a good thing, Trent, because all right. I've effectively done is I've been able to take a laptop off of the desktop. Yeah, it's so a good na- thing. No, because now it's just I, I'm able to fill that spot with more crap. But like, if you're like me, uh, you 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 find things at uh, stores going out of business, and you get a sweet new Guardians of the Galaxy three thousand. That's the original Guardians of the Galaxy Yondu. The Archer, how rad is that, man? That is uh, that uh, that is pretty cool. I wasn't aware we were going to be having a comparison <laughs> this is, meeting. It's like you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Will this isn't as cool, <laughs> but you know, I Are will say later? if you if you're ever having to uh, do administration on a system and you don't want to spend a lot of time switching keyboard and mouse around, if you pick up one of these little uh, little. Uh, uh, it's a it's a wireless keyboard. That whole thing right there. It's got the oh yeah, yeah yeah. Best of all though is that it's automatically paired and built to the USB dongle, and it doesn't require drivers. So like anytime I need to make, I have this into my inbox. But anytime I need to also work on a system, I can unplug that and instantly. I got a keyboard and mouse on any computer. So that that is that kind of cool. Does that compare? <laughs> you said dongle. <laughs> See, that's where I was supposed to. <laughs> it's the second time in a row. Quit screwing me up, you fool. Sorry. It's okay. 